Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 297. I'm so excited for this episode, uh, because we're doing it on Greebles, alright? So, uh, but before I get into what Greebles are, I just want to make a quick note. One, we're getting very close to episode 300, so get ready for that. Am I going to do anything special? We'll find out, because uh, I don't even know. But, that being said... Uh, come support me on Patreon if you have money, because I don't. And, uh, yeah, my Discord, link in the description, that sort of stuff. Alright, Greeble, okay? So Greeble has two different ter- meanings, that, and we're going to be going over both, okay? So first we're going to go over the psychology term, because it's my favorite. So, the Greebles are an invented category of objects used in, as stimuli in... Psychological Studies of Object and Facial Recognition. They were named by the American psychologist Robert Abelson, so that's the guy you have to blame for using the word greeble. Um, they come in five gen or five families and two genders. Um, and the best way to describe these, like, they're, they're images here. And the two genders are pluck and glip. And Plock has, like, downward-facing little horns, and Glip has upward-facing ones. That's the only difference between those. And the different families decide the exact proportions of all the different uh, Greebles. So there's Samar, Osmit, Gali, Radok, and Tazio. My personal favorite is... I have to say... I'm kind of a Radok, I'm a Radok or Radok, I don't exactly know how it's pronounced, fan. I'm going to be honest. Though Osmit is very good in Rotund. And it's difficult to really describe these things. They have like a vase-shaped body, a like sort of cushion-shaped head that's still round. And then they have three spikes, one coming off the front, two coming, and one coming off each side, and then one spike in the front on the, like, the belly area. So three on the head, one on the belly. And there might be one behind the head that we can't see, but I don't know about that. Um, they're often used... Or so they were created for Isabel Gauthier's dissertation work at Yale. So they do... They uh, share constraints with faces. They have a small number of parts in a common configuration. They've appeared in psychology textbooks and in more than 25 scientific articles on perception. They're also often used in mental rotation task experiments, which is just basically just the ability to rotate something in your mind. It's free and the cops can't stop you. So go for it. If you like, just think of a cow and you make the cow rotate in your mind, yeah, that's free. And it's great entertainment. The study is remarkable because Gauthier demonstrated that after training participants on the many aspects of Greebles, uh, the face area in the participant's brain, called the fusiform face area, which is basically the part of your brain that's used for human facial recognition, um, responded just as well to Greebles as it did to human faces. It suggests that people can improve their ability to recognize faces and objects, and that the fusiform face area is not strictly used for recognizing human faces. So, that's just kind of neat, honestly. Now, there's another type of greeble that does exist. Um, This greeble, also known as a nerny, I don't know who names these things, 
It's a part har harvested from plastic modeling kits to be applied to an original model as a detail element. Um, the practice of using par uh, parts like this is called kit bashing. Rod, a guy named Ron Thornton is widely believed to have corned, coined the term nernies in reference to a t CGI technical detail that his company Foundation Imaging produced for the Babylon 5 series, while the model masking making team 2001 A Space Odyssey referred to them as widgets. Um, so a cube and a Griebled cube, the only difference is the Griebled cube has like more cubes set on the top in like a sort of like hilly mountainy way. It basically makes something look very, very rough and fairly like futuristic, honestly. Um, if you've ever played like a pixel-based game, like not Minecraft, but like any of the other 3D pixel games that are basing their models off of Minecraft, they usually have like a greebled uh, thing somewhere in them. And I'm throwing, uh, I'm going to throw a greebled cube and actually also the greebled psychology in the main chat. So if anyone wants to know what those are, they can uh, uh, suck it, I guess. Oh, no, I just put a picture of one singular greeble. Honestly, that's all we need. You know what I'm actually going to do? I'm going to make my favorite greeble a, an emoji in the Discord. And I have to say that's a glip gender, probably Radoc greeble, I have to say. Um, so let's copy that image, bring it into the Discord. And I'm going to go and save that image now, actually. Um, which is, then I bring it up to server settings. Emoji. Actually, haven't uploaded any emoji. All right. Now, Greeble is forever going to be an emoji here. So, if you go on my Discord, you can find that. Uh, so, I'm going to go put, put that emoji in the Discord and just see what happens. Yes. It's perfect. All right. So... Let's talk more about this Griebold, this Griebold effect. So, Griebolds are also used to enhance interior sets. In Star Trek, corridor walls were decorated with objects such as pieces of pip, which uh, I s don't know what pip is. I, it looks, at first glance, to be a misspelling of pipe, but I actually don't know if pip is a thing. So if it is, I don't know, because it's not linked to anything in the Wikipedia which extended out from the walls, usually with several fittings and a label implying it was an important part of the ship's infrastructure. In the movie Alien, the interior of the ship uh, Nostromo was thoroughly greebled. Art director Roger Christian said, let's have a go at it. So we recruited some dressing prop people and got a hold of several tons of scrap and went to work on Nostromo's bridge, encrusting the set with pipes and wires and switches and tubing. Then we painted it military green and began stenciling labels on everything. Um, yeah, so that's actually all that's written about both types of Greebles. Um, there is a really cool Greeble design in a Lego ship, which looks very futuristic. I have to say, Greeble designs are one of my favorite patterns. Um, the, I actually used to say that my favorite pattern was the triangle weave, which is like a, a weave where you have like, it really, just like weaving triangles over each other. But honestly, I think the Greeble is my favorite pattern. I'm actually going to go over to my favorite section of my notes app 
And uh, I'm going to change that to Greeble. Um, triangle Weave. Um, now Greeble. Okay. Perfect. I love Greeble patterns. And I still have another like seven minutes to fill. Uh, I didn't actually realize this. I thought there would be more written on Greebling. So let's find more on Greebling. How about that? Reddit defines Greeble differently, actually. Uh, there's a subreddit r slash Greebles, which is basically saying that when a cat sees something that isn't there, um, that's a Greeble. Only cats can see them. They're like invisible gremlins that like messing with cats. So whenever you see someone see a cat that's uh, sort of messing around with the air, it, that's that's what they define a greeble as. I'm gonna put in. I'm gonna put it into Urban Dictionary and just see what happens. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. If you don't know, is a way to easily find like slang terms and their definition when other dictionaries won't do it, but you can also find some very interesting things on them. Actually, they really do have a the actual definition. Random bumps, extrusions, and hills and valleys, usually planar, used in 3D modeling and animation to add interesting detail at the surface of the Death Star. Huh. And then we get into some horrible, horrible things that I'm just not going to say on the podcast because the, that's just disgusting. Um, you can look up Greeble on Urban Dictionary if you want to for yourself. Uh, let's see. What else can we Greeble? So I think I can talk about... Today was sprint day in rowing, so I was very, very tired from the end of it. Um... Also, apparently due to illness and just absences, I'm not going to be able to go out to the lake tomorrow morning. Normally, a lot of mornings I go out to the lake to practice, and that's just not something I'm going to be able to do, which is a little unfortunate because I love going out to the lake. So I'm going to have some arc session, uh, the activities and recreation center. I don't really want to do that. I was super excited for the lake, but we can't run the eight, and that's the boat I'm in, so... Sucks, I guess. Well, if I need to run 11 more minutes on this, let me... Yeah, I'll go here. What's a go... From Ask Men Reddit. Um, what's a go-to joke you know nobody's heard before? So I'm going to say them. Yeah, that'll work. What do you call a little boy who's hash, half French and half Scottish? A wee lad. Oh, my headphones aren't even plugged in. What do you know? All right. That's fun. Um, also, half Scottish and half Nintendo. A wee lad. Um... How many bones are in a human hand? A handful. Hey Let's see. Do, 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 do. 
The what's the difference between a ribeye steak and a meteorite? One's pretty meaty, and the other's a little meatier. Ayo. Uh. I don't know. All right, whatever. I don't need any more jokes. I can do without these jokes. We can. We're better than this. Uh. Yeah, I'm just really tired. I have to say. It's been a long day. But after this, I'm going to go to a class for a moment, do a probably pretty easy worksheet, and then have to decide. I have a lab due tomorrow, and then I have a couple things due Sunday I have to do. So I think I'm going to do the lab due tomorrow so I don't have the time pressure, because if I can't finish that, my parents are coming into town, and I want to make sure I finish that, you know? So I guess that's what I'm going to be doing after. I actually have to do dodgeball tonight, which should rock. I'm really excited for that. I haven't played dodgeball in a little while. So uh, the it, it should just be a really fun time. I have to hope that I'm actually still... I was never great at dodgeball, honestly. But... Eh. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to be, let's see, I have to decide like what I want to do in the dodgeball game, because I know that my throwing skills aren't incredible. That's why I joined the rowing team and not a sport that contains a ball. Um, but I'm, are you kidding me? My mic was unplugged that whole time. So that probably went through my computer speakers. Uh, okay. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I'm hoping maybe I can, like, do some sick dives or something. Because if there's one thing that I can do in games, it's put in a stupid amount of effort. That's something I can do. That's how I was so good at cage ball, a game that I've talked about on a couple episodes here. Which is basically just volleyball, but the ball is, like, multiple feet in diameter. Um... It's incredibly fun. I'm really, really good at it. Anyway, I think I'm going to go say just the song that's been on my mind all episode. And the song that I'd say is going to be on my mind, at least for this episode. I've been doing a lot of thinking about Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas again. Um, so I'm just going to pick that again because I've been listening to it a lot. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful day and I will catch you all next time. Goodbye.